Welcome back to History List. Until the early 1900s, Euclid's Elements was the textbook throughout the Western world to learn geometry. Thirteen volumes, it taught geometry as an inductive art. Anything that could be figured out with a straight edge and compass was worked out after a series of basic definitions were granted. Euclid, circa 300 BCE, is not well known biographically, but his mathematical definitions were fundamentally unchallenged until Descartes, who in 1637 created a new form of geometrical reasoning and introduced the coordinate plane with X and Y axes to perturb students to this day. And Euclid's superiority remained unchallenged until Lobachevsky, who in 1840 showed that some of Euclid's proofs in special situations did not hold. The long-term influence of Euclid as such cannot be denied. Was Euclid the first mathematician or geometer? No. 5,000 years ago, the ancient Indians and Babylonians have left behind records of geometry. First Westerner to do so. Pythagoras predates him. We all learned Pythagoras' theorem, and even then, the Egyptians knew it at least 1,500 years before that. The Greeks and Euclid weren't the first. Clearly, as seen by the time of Plato's Mino dialogue, in which Socrates teaches a slave boy about the doubling of squares drawn in the sand, educated Athenians were well-versed in geometry before Euclid was even born. Why, then, is Euclid's work special? Aristotle had introduced systematic logic to the world, and while references indicate that Euclid's was not the first geometrical treatise, his application of systematic logic to mathematics was new. The works prior to Euclid's have been lost, seemingly due to lack of replication. Euclid's elements was simply superior to other works. You wouldn't read an out-of-date textbook today any more than you would in classical Greece. Even so, there is Greek evidence from the time, as well as modern scholarship and discoveries, that suggest the elements was more a collection of earlier proofs, compiled, updated, and corrected by Euclid. You can't have a thorough understanding of the Western tradition without mathematics. For millennia, any person in the West knew the Bible, and likewise, anyone who was educated knew Euclid. Even a poet, if they had formal schooling, would have tackled Euclid's geometry. Once you've had that education, barring extraordinary circumstances, you can't unhave it. Millions of Western people shared that very unique, similar experience, having read Euclid. That's a shared knowledge few civilizations can boast. It's been published scores of times in the West in the last 200 years alone, not including the volumes still currently in print, for it is still taught as a means of learning geometry today. And why not? Except in extreme scenarios, Euclid's geometry still holds up. It might not explain space-time physics, 
but that's a bit beyond what we need day to day. Unlike basic mathematics, which is utilized whenever you need to add a tip to a bill, barring smartphones, geometry may seem like it's of little practical value, but such is not the case. When Euclid infused the subject with logic, he made it the means by which many students would learn basic logical reasoning. This is crucial. Few students, at least in America, study logic itself as a course. And so to learn the hard and fast rules of geometry fills this gap. Algebra doesn't do this in most high schools, as the requirement to pass the test leaves teachers scrambling to come up with tricks and easy formulaic procedures to plug and chug without understanding the language underneath. I suppose that's why so many students hate math, and even more frightfully why some students enjoy it so much. Meaningless formulas can teach you how to multiply binomials, but why is that important, and why might you need to know it? Good questions. With geometry, learning how to find the length of a side of a triangle isn't important per se, but the method is key. Showing your steps, showing your logical work. That's what's owed Euclid, a rigor of mind that taught and allowed generations of Westerners to use logic to shape their surroundings and lives. Without his works, the mathematical and scientific achievements of the West may never have happened. Next time on History List, we consider China's most extravagant emperor, Qin Shi Huang.